0: Ladies and gentlemen from Colonial Heights, Virginia, and All Seasons Tabletop Studio, it's The Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode, Dr. Brian Artis expounds on snake venom theory. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is podcast at gmail.com. Are you on your best behavior? Only with a lot of help from God. Once again, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Undiluted Truth. I am Ben, and I can't speak today, um, and let's go ahead and welcome in our host, Mike. How are you doing? I'm doing
1: fantastic, Ben, and uh, sometimes you need a lot of help from God <laughs> to even say your, I don't know, your good morning, your good afternoon pleasantries.
0: This is true. This yes, is true. Yes,
1: and good afternoon, and yes, I am doing very well. You? That's good.
0: I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing good. Good. Just had a couple nice days. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Very good. I uh I am really
1: looking forward to this particular episode. I haven't heard this. I, I think I've heard pieces of this conversation. Yeah, no. but I think it's extremely important because this venom theory is relatively new. Right, that Brian, Doctor Brian Artis has put out, and what better way? And I love the fact that people that come out with truth and researched ideas and back up things with documents. And this is what has been done with this theory. And, you know, and I think it's, it's, it's smart to be careful not to just grab something and start running with it uh, and say, you know, it it is this because of this or that, but let's take a look at it. Let's answer some questions. uh, And let's ask, uh, the The individual that has put this theory out, or in other words, let's hear it from the horse's mouth. Yeah, um, don't know exactly. What, don't know. Yeah. Where, don't know where that analogy ever came from. But not um, we're calling anyone a horse. But the Mister Ed show? It, I don't know. It, well, it could be. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a horse. Of course, of course, of exactly. Course. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, <laughs> so, Doctor Brian Artis is going to be here answering questions with. Mike Adams on uh, his show, Conversations, which is excellent. So, okay. I'm I'm extremely looking forward to it, and uh, might want to be taking serious notes. Don't know uh, how far we're going to get into this, but ask all of you guys listening to just take your, I guess, your time in and, and and take all of the distractions away from yourselves because this right here is sort of stunning to, to this theory to be, uh, to be questioned and, and actually to ponder the fact that it could be true. I tend to think based on what I've heard so far that it is true. It's so many stunning parallels that it has caused me to just once again, go, I, you know, when you thought you knew what was going on, you go, I, Right. Who would have ever thought this could take place? So, yeah, and it tells you I'm about you. some of the people that we're dealing with throughout the world and, and and surrounding everything in every detail about this pandemic or pandemic as we like to refer to it. So, right. All right. Well, if you are ready, uh, absolutely b- behind the power we will go ahead and get into this so the next voice you're going to hear is Mike Adams on brighton.com conversations that's uh his show so here we go
2: all right welcome everybody to this brighton conversation special report with Dr. Brian Artis whose uh, bombshell allegations and documentaries just came out a couple of days ago and you know a lot of people are very concerned about Uh, snake venom, snake venom origins, or venom-related peptide origins for COVID, for COVID vaccines, or is it in the water supply in certain areas, or is it in the treatments that are being given to people? So uh, since that has broken, some questions have been raised, and we decided to bring Dr. Artis back to join us and help uh, answer some of those questions. Dr. Artis, it's great to have you back. Thank you for your courage for speaking out. Thank you for joining us today.
3: Mike, it's great to see you, man. It's been an overwhelming and emotional journey for the last four months. And since this news all broke last night, it is no different.
2: Well, give us an overview of sort of what has the reaction been? What 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 have people been texting you or, or calling you and saying? What's what's the reaction?
3: So I have to say the overwhelming reaction, which I was very concerned about, um, i mean i was i was just overwhelmed that any of this information i was led down a path to discover as i feel uh has has been led inspired by god to uncover this stuff to help warn and inspire and protect as many innocent people as possible i've still worried that the information was going to be so monstrous that many people would deflect immediately and and not trust the information or uh, not want to even consider looking at it so uh, the overall response has been way more supportive than I ever imagined. And, I, and I'm not kidding, 90% of everything I've heard has been nothing like, oh my God, this makes sense. And I wanna, I wanna actually throw something out to you. I woke up this morning, and this is a couple things that Mike, you know, when I brought this to you, I was hoping that any gaps that are filled in this like, story could be filled in by other people who are experts in their field. I'm not an expert in all fields. I'm not even an expert in water supply, so I just want to get this water <laughs> supply out of the way. The one thing that's been the biggest negative has been lots of people talking about, there's no way this is in the water. How, do you, how can you even say they're poisoning the water with snake venom, blah, blah, blah. I want you to understand something. Water has not been my story. This is not even the biggest part of the story. I have said for the, from the beginning for the last two years, whatever the bioweapon is, even when I thought it was just a virus engineered in a lab, I actually said, Whatever their weapon is, it's not very good because less than 1% of the entire world has died from it. Whatever they've been investing billions of dollars into, 99.997% of everyone worldwide has survived.
1: Mm, Good point.
3: That means God's creation has been way greater than whatever man's weaponized, whatever it is, was. So even with the water source, if that is the source, I never thought it was dangerous. I never thought it was horrific and Uh, demonizing, and everyone needs to go look at the water. So I want to make sure the water thing is handled here, and then I'm going to tell you what really was cool to me for an example that's happened last night and has continued throughout today.
2: Okay, well, well, hold on a second. Hold on. Let me, about the water thing, you know, I I found it a little bit surprising that some people were giving you some pushback on the water issue. It's as if they've forgotten the decades of water fluoridation. The water supply has Mm -hmm. been meticulously, systematically poisoned. with toxic fluoride which is a neurotoxic chemical and that's that's dripped into the water supply and usually it comes in the form of of uh, a powder originally and then it's it's put in a solution well in every municipal water center there is a machine that drips the the quote proper dose of poison into the water supply folks (laughs) so how can anybody say they're not poisoning us in the water and then secondly what about Flint, Michigan? What about all the lead poisoning in the water supply? That, that huge explosive news stories. What about all the poisoning from, you know, DuPont chemicals in the water supply? I mean, come on, people. To say that you can't be poisoned in the water supply, I mean, it's just ignorant. It, it's I absurd. I
3: actually believe it's ignorant also. In fact, the people who have reached out and given me pushback, my immediate thought, Mike, has always been, every time, they've been using fluoride in your water at some level that they believe it has a biological reaction in the people who are drinking it. That's correct. Mm -hmm. They're putting something in your water and then to actually kind of diffuse everyone's attention on water if you don't like the water concept. When people keep asking me, what proof do you have it's in the water? How about you just look at what the CDC has been doing, what they've been actually testing the whole time looking for the bioweapon called SARS-CoV-2? They have 400 water testing sites in different cities around the country, and they're sticking cotton swabs, doing PCR testing on your water, looking for the weapon. It's called SARS-CoV-2. They're looking for this virus, they call a virus, in your water. And even you, before we started pre-recording this, she said, yeah, but they're going to say wastewater. I said, well, they're going to filter that wastewater, and then it's going to become what? It's going to become your source water. And this has been what I've said on multiple platforms already today, Mike, and I'll say it here. I can't see anything yet where the CDC has proven to me that they're not only testing the water for SARS-CoV-2, this really deadly pathogen, and then at the same time, they are filtering it out of your water before they give it back to you. I've never seen that. I've never seen or read anything about that. All I keep reading is, We are testing all these sites looking for the bioweapon called SARS-CoV-2 in the water. And they have been using this one sole source as the predictor for outbreaks in your city. Only in the water. They're only looking in the water. So I just want you to know, if the CDC is looking in your water for SARS-CoV-2, Maybe we should find out, are they actually filtering it out as they find it? And if they are, this is brilliant. They're trying to protect us. That's great. But that's not what they're saying. They're saying they're using this as a predictor of future outbreaks for your town. What it you must know? be recirculating into the town. You're going to be so you, anything in it, would
2: You bring up.
1: Okay, I going to pause right there. And, and Mike's jumping in and we're going to jump in a bit. Oh, yeah. So uh, not sure if you're listening to us, if you've ever heard this. Uh, Theory about the water being contaminated. Now, snake venom hasn't been brought up yet, but it's being contaminated with some sort of bioweapon. Let's just leave it there for now, and and we'll let uh, Mike and and Dr. Brian Adams get into the details of what this bioweapon in the water could be and why they think it is what they think it is or what uh, Dr. Brian Ars thinks it is. But first of all, they're... PCR testing wastewater. Wastewater. PCR testing. Now, yeah. now, now we know that PCR and tests are. Aren't they really reliable? Is that right? Uh, not, not so much. Not so much. Yeah. Now, first of all, why would they? I mean, we we we, we don't necessarily yeah. trust the PCR test, but but <laughs> let's let's just go back. The CDC is testing the wastewater to use it as. A predictor, a predictor. Right, right. of
0: a future outbreak. Yeah. and, and yeah. Interesting. <laughs> and, and if we had video, you could see our faces <laughs> here. But um, yeah, this is kind of like an overlap of one of our previous podcasts a little bit. But uh, yeah, because we brought that up on, right. on one of the podcasts. I forget which one. And it's like like what you're saying. It's your wastewater. So that means you either number one did or number two did it out of your body. Yes. Okay, which if you're using this as a predictor, the levels of whatever, you know, in the in that, then didn't you already have it? Because that's your waste that went out, and they're saying that oh, based on these levels of whatever, oh, we predict your town's going to have a, well, like he said, one, the obviously you're going to recirculate it then because otherwise, because you're testing what has come out of the community already so one they already had it and two now you're going to give it back to them is it's kind of what artist is saying it's like like (laughs) it doesn't make any sense well you not. he was he was (laughs) clear and we know and we don't believe that the cdc
1: at this point which is a which is just an absolute shame that we can't trust our own uh, our our own organizations Mm -hmm. to to actually be helping us which is, in some ways, mind blowing. But with all that being said, the CDC we don't believe is testing the water so that they can filter it out and make sure that it doesn't get right into the system to the citizenry. Yeah, to help save and 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 to keep us from getting ill through the spike protein, you know, right, and SARS-CoV two. Yeah. But instead, it's just the reverse. There, in my opinion, and I think that's where Brian, Doctor Brian Aris, and Mike Adams are going, is that this they believe mm-hmm. is being tested because the contamination has already been put into the water, right? And they're testing to see how many people have ingested this because they can they've got identifications or
0: okay I see what you're saying
1: yeah that they, yeah. they, they can see that oh okay well, well we're we're getting some some big signals that it's in the water now they they might go this is wonderful you know CDC right. it's working we are these people are going to get ill and it's, and it's working so then if it is they can all of a sudden shoot the flare up Right and say, hey, there's going to be a big outbreak in this area. Now, see, right, yeah, none yeah. of this is being publicized until they shoot the flare up. See, they're just looking at this and testing it. They're not, they're not sharing any of this stuff with the public. Yeah, you know. Uh, so, I mean, there's there's so many, and, and the thing is, is you got a theory over here, a theory over there, but bottom line is, is that they're. Running the test on the water system, and to me, like these guys, there's something up with that. And then he said there's 400, the CDC has 400 water sites that they're monitoring. Now, that, right. that to yeah. me is
0: interesting. Oh, yeah. You know. Absolutely. Why why would they be monitoring? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And all you have to know is the drugs that have been found to be successful yeah. in eradicating mm-hmm. this virus have been yanked and 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 quashed not to be able to be used by FDA CDC and all these uh, people right. so when they're doing something like this I'm suspicious
2: extremely
0: yeah, yeah. and I was just going to quickly correlate this to the medical field I mean if you go in and they ask you for a urine sample right in most cases, there are select few cases where they're looking at, they can look at stuff and try and say, "Well, you you have a uh, a risk of this." Okay, but that's a risk of something that is unrelated to what they're. But when they test your urine, they're looking for certain things to say you have this problem. That's right. Not a predictor of, well, yeah. I saw this, so you're gonna get this. Yes. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So yeah. That's that's. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's kind of the sim- same same yeah. thing, in my opinion, with the with what the CDC is doing. It's like, okay, yeah. you're testing for this specifically for this specific thing. So if you already know I had it, then why are you telling me I'm going to get it? Right. Because I have it. That's yeah. You know. Yeah, and so, who, know, who knows? So like, yeah, uh, who knows what their
1: answer may be? But I, I guarantee you, they have a very creative one. Almost, yeah, oh yeah. You, you absolutely. Know, even even if it's well, we're testing the what's in the wastewater because we're going to clean that up and use it as drinking water. So we're, right. essentially, we're testing the drinking water before you drink it. And we want to make sure that that and there's they an and they miss the whole they miss the whole waste part of it. That well, where did yeah, it yeah. come from? Right, right, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, right. Right, back unless to, unless there's the, a lot of animals using human toilets, that
0: uh, hey, no, the the
1: animals are you know in the toilets and that's, now now that's well, in the wastewater.
0: Yeah, so it all came from the cats and the, uh, yeah, yeah. the deer and the yeah yeah and the antelope and the, exactly. <laughs>
1: okay, all right, <laughs> all right. So with Enough all that me. being said, the PCR test yeah, yeah. and all that. Now Mike Adams is chiming in here. Let's uh, let's, right. let's see what he's got to say.
2: Up a really uh, important question in all of this. So, so as you said, what they're testing is wastewater, which is, you know, post-sewage. I mean, it's sewage water. But as you also say, the sewage water gets treated and turned back into drinking water. And this is true all across the country. I mean, a lot of people maybe don't think about it this way, but what comes out of your tap was coming out of someone's toilet upstream, up the river.
3: Exactly right.
2: Right? So the question then becomes... Yes. Yuck! The treatments that are are taking place in these water districts, do these treatments remove SARS-CoV-2? Do they remove potentially snake venom? Do they remove, you know, what do they remove or what do they not remove? And I don't yet know a comprehensive answer to that question.
3: I don't either. So the fact that governments around the world, this has been very enlightening, Mike. People around the world keep writing in and publishing articles and sharing them with me and other groups that I'm a part of that all of a sudden they're realizing every single government in their countries has been doing wastewater surveillance testing for SARS-CoV-2 and they didn't know it the whole time. Wow. Oh my God. Are they, have they been poisoning the water right under our noses and we never knew it? Wow. How did Dr. Artis come to this? The, the truth is Mike, and I really want to convey this. The story for me is not the water. My whole agenda has been for two years to save people's lives from hospital protocols It just turns into that I got a text from Dr. Richard Bartlett. I'm going to tell the whole world who it is because he told me last night I could tell you. He's the one that sent me the text that said, Dr. Artis, if you got bit by a rattlesnake, would you go get antivenom? On December 1st, 2021. Ever since then, the entire scope of COVID-19 and the reality of what it really is, has completely transformed regardless of the source of how they're distributing it. It is enough evidence to now go start looking to see, is it true that the bioweapon itself, either through gain of function or they've just been dumping synthetic peptides of venoms in the water or aerosolizing them, however they're distributing them. Is it true that it is snake venom peptides or animal venom peptides? And if so, go look. Test the people who are they actually have already said, like we showed on your on your show. The University of Arizona said those individuals treated for COVID-19. They described that the tissue samples and the blood samples, the amount of this enzyme called SPLA-2. It looked like venom coursing through their veins because this enzyme is found in rattlesnake venom. You need to start looking Mm. at. Is it possible there are components found in venom that is orchestrating this whole plan? Because when you start to look at the mRNA shot side effects, they almost all of them can be tied to a specific snake venom component. You can also look at SARS-CoV-2, the infection and its side effects like loss of taste and smell. Uh, These are actually side effects of snake venoms. They are. And it's not customarily a side effect of viruses and it's been very mysterious. This is true. Well, yeah, yeah. And why don't you go look.
2: Yeah. So I'm glad you mentioned multiple vectors uh, about exposure. Yeah. So Dr. Lee Merritt for example believes that probably this has been distributed in cities as a contact poison, which is another way because you know skin penetrating nanoparticles that was part of the EcoHealth Alliance proposal to DARPA for release in China in the Bat Caves. Uh, you've mentioned water as a possible vector. Uh, you also just mentioned an aerosolized release as a possible vector. And I think what you're trying to say to people is, hey, don't get stuck on the water. There are multiple mm-hmm. vectors. The point is, maybe it's in the air, maybe it's on contact surfaces, maybe maybe it's in the water, but people are being deliberately exposed to these nanoparticles that you're saying were derived from the structure of venom peptides because, because those molecules are extremely toxic and are generating the side effects that you're seeing. Is that a, a fair summary of what, what you're saying?
1: All right, before he answers, i want to pause because th- this crossed okay. my mind just the other day. I, and, and I'm not trying to say, well, anything other than I think this could be possible. But I, I'm sort of going to ask a question. I don't even know if they're going to get there. I have no idea. But
0: hmm.
1: I wear contact lenses, and there's a lot of Ooh. there's yeah. a lot of right. there's a lot of saline and so forth that's that's in there. and These things, right? You know, I've just switched to a daily contact right. just because okay. of a what 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 they do is when you when you do that when you're when you go get a, an eye exam. And your, your lenses are adjusted, tweaked a little bit here. They're, they usually have some on hand. They give you some dailies, right. uh, which are uh, dailies. Yeah. They're good for a day, and you, you toss them, and then you put others in. I didn't realize it until after a couple of weeks. I'm, I was looking, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. These things were made by Johnson & Johnson.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I thought, Johnson & Johnson,
0: they were uh-huh. putting
1: out a vaccine. Yeah, and Merkel is owned or or, or owns Johnson and Johnson. They're the same, one of the okay. same. So you've heard Merkel, who is over a, a number of of uh, uh, manufacturers of health products, uh, medical. Okay. Right. Uh, Merkel is is you know a fairly large organization. It's it's mm-hmm. it, at one time it was all over the news. But my thoughts, getting back to this, were wow. How would I know if when I pop open a daily contact that's been laying in some sort of fluid and I toss it into my eye, Mm -hmm. could there be a little bit of snake venom in there that gains entry through my eye? i well, I'm like, Wow, that could be true and and then I thought, well, would it, could, if this stuff did, could they put it in there without any burning? could they put it in there? you see what I'm saying? I don't know any right. of the side effects, but my first thought was Johnson and Johnson product fluid, snake venom in a right. powder form you know the 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 peptides be put in there and cause a transferable infection,
0: yeah, uh just yeah. a thought now, I mean well, I mean. I think I have that an answer for you. Okay, right. Um, not that they're putting this on their label yet, but you see, it could just be dependent upon which factory that your contacts were made in. You know, like uh, on certain cans of things or bottles of things. It says may contain nuts, this, that, because it's made in a factory that, right. So it's it may say may contain snake venom, or we're, we're not sure. It could, if it was made in the same factory as the. As something, yeah, the, the, yeah. I mean, maybe yeah, it's factory it, right, right, uh, sensitive there. <laughs> well, and I'm sure that they would put that on the label <laughs> Ab- if, if it was a possibility, they would definitely let you yeah. know. And you know that it, but but here's the thing you really know that it doesn't because your contacts were FDA approved. Oh, uh. I'm yeah. just throwing that out there. And it was. And so, you know, it, it's, it's safe for you. And it
1: was made uh, in a factory from Florida. Yeah. Right. Well, thanks for clearing that up for I, me. Oh, absolutely. I, you're I, welcome. I feel better already. Yeah. I can't
3: see. <laughs> that is a great summary. In fact, I want to say something to Dr. Lee Merritt. She texted me this morning and she's like, Dr. Artis, you're going to have to show me evidence about this water sourcing with snake venom. And I said, Dr. Merritt, you're missing the point. I need everybody to go look at the weapon. I don't care where it is. I said, and then I told her, I said, look, Dr. Merritt, they're finding it in the water. Our government agencies are spending millions of dollars finding it in water. It's obviously in the water also, whether through shedding of feces or they're poisoning you like fluoride. Just know the weapon is venom. Treat it like an envenomation and you'll solve the riddle of the mystery of SARS-CoV-2 infections, the side effects of the vaccines and the hospital protocols being used. For COVID nineteen
2: infections, Good well, okay, that's yeah, something
3: in common. They all find these snake venom like properties in the side effects and in the enzymes in their bodies.
2: Yeah, that's that's what's fascinating. That's a lot of the response that I've received also from our for the first part of our interview was that uh, it was shocking how closely the symptoms match up. And also, you've provided a tremendous amount of documentation. So, you know, there's been a lot of due diligence happening today. Uh, Scientific American absolutely did publish the story, I think it was in 2020, that's mentioned in your presentation that talks about that uh, SARS-CoV-2 has the most similarity with snakes because of the the codons and, and the genetic similarity, that's absolutely true, and CNN covered it, and other science journals and so on. So people who say, well, there's no research to back this up, I don't know what they're watching or they're not watching it because it's all, we put it all on screen, actually. Mike,
3: one of my favorite things to do when we did your interview that I really just, it kind of solidified it all for me was that British Medical Journal. I don't know if your audience has seen it yet, but when the British Medical Journal Global News published last year that right now there are two health crises going on at the same time around the world, (laughs) they said, Snake bites and COVID-19. Two (laughs) crises going on at the same time around the world. Interesting. But they have one research and development in common. There's only one research and development opportunity to handle both. Uh, Do you want to know why? (laughs) They didn't say that there's two things going on at the same time. They did not say that there's bat bites and COVID-19 are two crises (laughs) going on at the same time. Nope. They're very specific <laughs> snake bites and COVID-19 and the oh codon usage wow. bias, as we showed you from those studies in January of 2020, the codon usage bias, that is a specific term that specifies the genetic origin. Well, this study found the codon usage bias for SARS COVID-2 was most identical to the common crate or Chinese crate snake and the King Cobra. Yeah. And we even went over the squared Euclidean distance with you. I was shocked you even knew what it meant. But <laughs> the, the most similarity was genetically source was two snakes, not bats, snakes. And still, a year and a half later, you're seeing other journals publish that snake bites and COVID have a lot in common. Not bat bites, snake COVID bites. and snake bites. Yeah, uh, they have a lot in common. They both have snake venom in them. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, so I, wow. I guess I guess you know. Nice. I guess we. I missed that announcement. We can use the term that he's bat crazy. Yeah. So bat crazy. Yeah. I like it. Uh, yeah, but he's bat excrement crazy. Mm. Uh, so uh, you know that. But it is interesting that that's just tossed aside because they. Yeah. They pumped that out, baby, from the very beginning, and and said, you know, in Wuhan, this thing came from a bat and a, and, a, and a another animal or, or
0: right, yeah,
1: or something like that, and it got out, and mm-hmm. they they held to it, mm-hmm. and very subtly, I love that, the two crises,
0: at yeah. one time, hmm, COVID nineteen and snake, snake bites. bites, wow, there's been a rash of snake bites, coming. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And, I uh, well, I haven't heard that, but that was in the British Journal. I hadn't heard that either. Yeah, I haven't heard that. Uh, and if I did, I would wonder what's causing it. I mean, it, it, whether it's was snake bites, actually? whether it's alligator bites, whether it's shark bites, you know, shark attacks. Yeah. You know, usually, you know, when you have a run of shark attacks, there's usually they start... For some uh, sort of reason. Uh, yeah, maybe the water temperature or something in the water. Uh, they, you know, they sort right. of give you an idea of what's causing it, but... I've yeah. heard nothing of this one uh and maybe maybe Mike and, and uh Dr. Artist will get to a, a possible reasons uh right. that yeah. they are using for an excuse uh but we know yeah based on this inf- this information uh, uh of what it most likely is mhm very interesting mm-hmm. very yeah. curious but folks hmm. This is a perfect example of tumbling rocks continue to seek truth. Seek it diligently. Be open-minded, you know, listen to anything. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I it, it doesn't matter what someone says. And I like the fact that he's answering questions. He's got other doctors calling him. Right. And and saying, "Hey, you know, Dr. Artist, I mean, really, come on, can you explain how this stuff's getting in the water and da da da." Yeah. And I love his response. Look, don't focus on the water. This is a bioweapon. And listen, listen, look at what I'm saying. And he's connecting venom to the uh, the actual virus. Mm-hmm. So, which, golly days, we could, we could go on and on with that and really dig into it. And maybe we will here on the next episode. But um, unfortunately, huh, time yeah. to yeah. wrap it up for this one. Uh, good stuff, Ben. Oh, Very yeah. Very good. Brian Artis and and it doesn't get much better than that. Brian Artis and and I mean the technicalities right. uh, and and the, the the intelligence that these guys have in
0: this field is great. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Well, ju- I was just going to dub off of kind of what you had kind of said that, like even in even in our journey, the undiluted truth journey here on the podcast. Um, I mean some things that we had uncovered that we, uh, I you know believed were true. You know, yeah, th- with new evidence, you know, right, you know, that truth, if you're truly seeking truth yes. can shift. Yeah. Like you're saying, you need to have an open mind. Right. Because you gotta follow all the facts. And as you yes. uncover, you may find out that, hey, this isn't this wasn't fully correct here. We gotta go over here. You know, so yeah. So I, I agree. I agree with you, and it's interesting journey. Interesting. It,
1: it is. It is. Yeah. And we we're, we're still on the journey yeah and we will continue this, so all right, well, as we wrap up here, let's have a word of prayer so we close, Father in heaven. we once again thank you for this opportunity to to be out uh on this platform uh, re- relaying truth. We thank you for uh, people like Mike Adams, Dr. Brian Artis, others that are mentioned. Uh, and and they're mentioning Dr. Merritt. We've heard uh, uh, Dr. Bartlett. We've heard. So there's many out there that are seeking truth and willing to stand and continue to to uh, kind of dissect and 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 do what's needed to be done to find truth for the simple reason is to help humans. Uh, br- uh, you know our brothers and sisters. So. We ask for special blessings on them. All of those listening, we pray that, that they will be guarded and protected with your holy angels. And as we continue this journey, we ask and pray that every intent of our thought will be pure. We pray and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers,
1: with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.